Welcome back to the Independent and Irrelevant Podcast with your hosts, Hannah and Haley. Thank you for joining us again for another week. Um, This is a special week. We're going to talk about our book at some point. So if you guys have read the book, we're excited to talk about it. If you haven't read the book, bring it out. Keep listening because we won't talk about the book the entire time and there's actually like a few relatable topics that we'll bring about for you know normal life conversation we also won't do spoilers we'll just like discuss things we thought were funny and obviously um with romance books we're expecting a happy ending so do what you will with that information (laughs) but um i hope that you did heed our warning that the book was a little more graphic than we knew. Anticipated. So when we pick, yeah. when we pick our next book, um, we'll do a little more vetting for you so that we know what is going on before we read it as much as we can. Books need rating systems, and, and that's they not don't. a thing. Yet. They don't have them. I'm kind of shocked that they don't. I, like, is you know how like on movies they have like the parent thing, right? Where like you can go look at like what. Why is it rated what it's rated? Yeah. It could do, it could do that for us. That would be super helpful. Well, and maybe that's, like, a missing piece of the market, and, like, I could become that person. Wait, I think you should do that. I love that idea. Like, if I'm reading 200 books in a year, that's 200 books I can review. Yeah. And rate. Yeah, you should become a reewer. Can you make money off of that? What's that called? For sure. If I, I know I that's not called media. a reviewer. What's that called? Like, a book critic? Maybe, but I feel like my better way to go would be, like, become, like, a book talker or, like, booktuber, which that's, like, on TikTok I talk about books or on YouTube I talk about books or on Instagram, Bookstagram, I talk about books. And social media people, you'd be making the money. So why aren't you? You're reading so much. This is a great question, but, like, maybe that's going to be my new start. Because I'm also, sometimes I'm, like, embarrassed. Like, I don't know why I'm embarrassed to only read this genre. I'm, I hate that about myself because I don't. You know, I'm all about people reading what they want to read. Yeah. So, like, we're going to work through that. That's going to be, like, people something who, I need to work the through. the people who read those books are going to flock to you. Flock. And, literally, like, literally flock. people who normally don't read these books might um, become enlightened. That so these, true. And I think it would be helpful to know what you, whether your child and or you should be reading this book. Yeah, I mean, if not. anything, the parents are going to eat that up. It's For like, sure, because you can't know until you're in it. We, we were getting a text. Yeah. We were getting texts before wait. either one of us had read it that, wait, have you read it yet? Cringe. And we said, oh, no, let me read it real quick. So I read it that day. Yeah, we hadn't even read it. And people were like, wait, what'd you tell us to read? Cringe. So sorry about that. We will we will do a lot more vetting. I probably will have to read the book before we recommend it. Yeah. Well, and, and you know it's going to have to be you because you read books in two seconds, whereas I um, take my time. I know, not you sending me that TikTok that was roasting, uh, it was a person who said, like, you can't read a 600-page book in a day, and the girl's like, try me. Yeah, it was very accurate. I don't know if I've done 600 pages, but I have done a 350. Good for you, that's, it's impressive. I mean, that was my, like, my hidden, that must be, like, my hidden talent. When someone asks what's your hidden talent, that is I'm a fast reader. I'm a fast reader, I can read a whole book in a day. And still have time to do other things. Right. Like, it's not like you're sitting the whole entire day. It's really just no, it's like before a, you go to bed. an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I usually does. Her nighttime ritual is I... reading a whole book. She does her skincare <laughs> routine, and then she sits there and reads a whole book. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like my dream come true, so don't tempt me. <laughs> anyway, uh, what'd you do this week or today, or what's going on? Um, this week, I went to the... Um, why can't I think of it? Oh, I went to the farmer's market downtown Charleston. So that was exciting. Love. It wasn't super, um, it gave more, like, people selling jewelry and stuff. Not like a craft sale. Kind of craft sale. Like flea market? But nicer. No, it wasn't flea market vibes. Like, it was definitely nicer okay. than that. But there was only a couple booths that were actual food, and the rest were, you know, products, different, like... I don't know. I guess it was, like, crafts, but they were nicer. Like, nice jewelry. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, there's always some performers randomly throughout, and then... It's, like, right on King Street. There's a um, big park there, and so we did that and then walked King Street, 
tried a breakfast place, new breakfast place. So I'm trying uh, restaurants. I had a friend to go with and it was overrated because one. What was it? It's called The Junction and I, I, I got a lame meal. I just got like French toast and like some sausage, which is fine. But like that and a coffee cost me $24. You're kidding. 20... How many slices of bread? It was like four of the triangles. Oh, lame. No, it was so for lame. Bucks. For $24. And here's the thing. You can really make French toast good. You can make French toast like bougie. It was... Yes. It wasn't like a national Coney Island French toast, but it wasn't... <laughs> I hope not for 24 bucks. It wasn't like anything super special. And the coffee it was like serve yourself. Which is fine. Like, I don't I don't expect, like, insanely amazing coffee. I have low standards for my coffee. But, like, it was just so random. It was, like, a cute vibe. Well, for, also for 24 bucks, that's... Like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like, I have to get my own refills for $24? Like, absolutely not. Wait, and that was just for black coffee? Literal, just plain black coffee. I'm, like, mad. I'm, like, mad and I wasn't even there. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going out to eat a lot because, as we have discussed, like, I'm by myself. Um, So, I have, (laughs) I guess I have the money for a $24 French toast, but, like, I'm annoyed. I still don't want to pay for it. This economy. This economy. The economy is rough. Um, How about you? (laughs) What have you been up to? Um, well, so now I'm home back in Michigan. I'm sure there's less squawking going on in this episode. Less squawking, Um, more depression. Wait, so much more depression because I came home, which actually let's, it wasn't depression because I like a rainy day, but like it's cold and rainy, which is just kind of like blech. And so yeah, came back, came back to rain and cold. And then that's what it's been since I've been home. But, um, one the day that we're recording this is actually Saturday and it's uh independent bookstore day. Ooh. And um I actually didn't know this was a thing until you told me about your My- or no no no, I follow your um your little bookstore that you found yes. Instagram and I saw them talking about it. Well, so then I was like, "Well, what the heck am I doing? Like I'm in Michigan, there's got to be bookstores yeah. here." And so we looked Kyle and I, my brother, um looked some up and we ended up driving to Ann Arbor, so, like, an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and a half, to Ann Arbor, and they did, like, these bookstores over there. They had, like, bookstore bingo. Ooh. And you could, like, win stuff and be entered into, like, this drawing, which we didn't do because it was driving us all over the state, and, like, who had, in this economy, like, gas? Are you kidding? Wait, were people actually participating in that? Yes. Yes. So, like, the people, we went to a first bookstore, and somebody won, like, a golden ticket. They found it somewhere in there, and then... That golden ticket got them 12 a year's worth or one a month for a year audiobooks. Ooh. And so they won that with their golden ticket. And then, like, if you got a bingo, you were entered into, like, a drawing that gave you, like, a bunch of money towards books or book-related things. So, like, it's actually seemed like it would... And games, like, you know, I always get suckered into... It's like Monopoly at McDonald's. Like, those kind of things, like, I'm just sucked in. Probably because I want to achieve. Oh. I want to achieve the goal. But anyway, so we went to another bookstore, which was so cute. It's called uh, Literati Bookstore. And it's in, like, in downtown Ann Arbor, like, right near U of M, like, the whole thing. Um, cutest, most aesthetic place that, like, it was so darn adorable. And... Yeah, I was just, I was in love with it. Like, the whole thing is so cute. I have a picture of it, uh, like, the front of the bookstore. There's The, like, front sign looks like a typewriter, or what I assume they were making it look like some version of a typewriter. (laughs) That's way before my time, but... (laughs) There's something about a standalone bookstore that's just so much cuter. And it's just so Well, you know I'm the worst, though? Because it's aesthetically pleasing, and I love every second of it, but I don't want to pay those prices. No, it's so painful. Like, it's hard to keep these bookstores open because we do want to buy on Amazon because they're giving us such a great deal. Right. Which I understand is part of the problem. But I did buy buy a book today. So I supported the bookstore on Independent Bookstore Day. We love that. And the bag that they give you, like the um, shopping bag, you can cut it out on the back and there's a bunch of bookmarks. Oh, that's so cute. 
I know. Isn't that adorable? And, like, here's the thing. I'm the worst because I never have a bookmark, so I'm using usually, like, uh, a gift card or, like, Old Navy Super Cash or a receipt or, like, what whatever I come into contact yeah. with is now my new bookmark. Or, because I'm reading the book in a day, I don't ever need a bookmark. <laughs> so true. I always look for a bookmark, <laughs> but they're always so ugly. So I just end up. Oh, like, from a... From a place, from a, from a store. You know who has cute ones, which are so overpriced, but Etsy. Yeah. But, like, who wants to pay for that, you know? No, I'm not trying to do that. Or independent bookstores, they have cute ones, too. Like, the pressed flower ones. Yeah. Or, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I ended up stopping um, by my little bookstore because they had a whole event, and they had, like, an event in the park, and you could, like, meet different I, authors and all this stuff. It was adorable. so wild. I didn't know any I of know, the authors, so I didn't Instagram. really care, but, um... Yeah, the Instagram was popping this weekend for the little bookstore. Lynn Painter, author of The Love Wager, was not there. She was not there, and neither was Emily Henry, so I had no reason to be there. <laughs> That's a sad moment for you. I'm sorry. That is. Um, speaking of Lynn Painter, you want to jump into this book? Let's jump into the book. All right, I'll give you a little uh, rundown of what the book is about. Jump in if um, I'm missing something, because... As we'll discuss later, I read the book however long ago, and my rating shows what happens when that rating occurs. Perfect. Anyway, so Hallie Piper, that's the girl in it, has a one-night stand with a dude, Jack, I think his name was. Yes. Jack Marshall. And so she has a one-night stand with the dude, and then she's, like, uh, hitting rock bottom. She's, like, she's, she's hitting rock bottom. So her, and obviously is single. Her sister or someone in her life ends up signing her up for a dating app or tells her to get on a dating app. So she gets on a dating app. And on this dating app, she matches with the dude she just had the one-night stand with. Now, they're, like, chatting on there and, like, laughing about how they both ended up here. And then they end up... How did they end up meeting back up? Did they schedule a meetup? Or they just happened to be at the same restaurant when they were each on their respective dates of the thing? Either way, that doesn't matter. No, I think they just... It's just meeting up, talking up on the app... And then they create okay, the wager. Okay, so then the wager is who can find love first on the app? Yes, who can find love first and... You really should have explained. Sorry. <laughs> who can find love first and they're both like... The wager is like if he finds love first, he gets a signed um, Cubs baseball. baseball from when they won the World Series and like the whole team signed it. And she has it. I don't know why she has it for some reason. And then he... Um, was supposed to be getting engaged soon and had booked this trip for him and his soon-to-be fiancé that he's going to give to her or something like that, like some type of vacation trip. So they're, like, working oh, together. Yes. Or they're this working to find love. But, like, they both use each other as an out. So they'll go on dates at the same place. And then if it sucks, like, they'll just both text each other. Or they meet at the bathroom and say, like, how's your date going? And if it's crap, they both come up with a reason why to leave. And then they just go hang out with each other. So anyway, the premise of the book is them both finding, trying to find love. And whoever wins, wins the bet. Obviously, it's a rom-com, so we know what happens in the end. So, no spoilers, but we know what happens in the end. Um, okay, so, rating of the book. What did you give it? I gave it a... Th well, on Goodreads, I gave it a 3. I would have... Like, if you could give half points, I would give, like, a 3-5. Um, okay, and I gave it a 3 as well. But And what I was saying earlier is, like, when I read a book that's just a cute book... But, like, I won't remember anything about it. I give it a three. Okay, So yeah. this was one of those books where, like, I thought it was adorable. It was fine. Like, I, I was entertained enough to finish the book. I didn't, I didn't hate it. But I don't remember anything about it, obviously. Right. It, like, I wrote down some things for, for this purpose. But really, as you talk about it, it'll ring bells for me. But I, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, that was the same. I didn't feel like it was... Like, it kept me wanting to read. Like, I did think, like, okay, I want to make time to sit and read. And I think that's why I gave it, like, an, an extra little half point. But the same, like, I don't remember everything until we started re-talking about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Although I'm a struggler on remembering any book. But, um... Yeah. But wait, is this your people-pleasing review or your No, real this review? is real. This is real. Um... <laughs> <laughs> keeping me in check. Um... Because a four, a four for me is one that, like, I really like, but there was just a couple things that were like, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I thought this book did really well of, like, showing the things that, like, dating apps and just, like, the realities of in that world. Like, the safety things of it. Or, like, how, like, someone looks so normal on their profile and then you meet them and you're like, oh, this isn't it. Or, like... Or, like, there was... Yeah, just the realities of dating apps. Or waiting to even be asked out. And, like, how long do you chat before you do this? And, like, the second date situation. Yeah, like... Was it good enough for a second date, or was it just you can hold a conversation with another human, and it was fine, but, like, I'm not... Well, and just, like, the dreadedness of first dates. Yeah, they're terrible. Just, like, getting there. Once you're there, it's it can be fine. I mean, unless... The... Right, right. Yeah, I did um, think okay, it was... Okay, so did you write... Sorry, Sorry, I did no. think it was interesting, the one guy... They went to speed dating, which I have thoughts on speed dating, but... They did speed dating, and this one guy's talking to her, and he's, like, so insanely rich. Doesn't dress like it. And because he's rich... Oh, he was so annoying. He doesn't do anything with his life but, like, play video games. And I said, that's the most unattractive thing I've ever seen in my life. Wait, what was even more unattractive about it is, like, he kept saying, like, oh, well, I'm so rich, and I'm not gonna work, and I'm not doing anything, and, like... I ugh, the, ugh. Like, I can't remember I why he was that. rich. I, I'm sure it was, like, old money kind of deal. But it was, it was... Like, I know. It was just and, like, but at what point does money trump boring? <laughs> honestly, there might be. I can deal with your... I can deal with your video game play. I'm sorry. We didn't claim to not be toxic, so here we so are. So true. Um, okay, did you have any parts... Okay, so I'll say, I read the one date that she goes on, she meets with some guy, and he was like, a good match. I knew you were dying her. at this part. I was reading this, and I thought, Hannah's... And then he keeps talking... About <laughs> he keeps talking about the these twins. twins. And he's like, oh, my kids, like, my twins, the twins, and, like, we didn't want to separate the twins, but now that I've broken up with my ex-wife or my ex-girlfriend, like, we had to separate the twins. And the girl's like, it was giving... It was giving parent was like, trap. What the parent trap is going on? But then, all of a sudden, she he says something, and she's like, wait, wait. Are the twins dogs? They were dogs. <laughs> He's like, they were dogs. This man was talking about these dogs like they were his kids. No, it was... And I was horrified. It was so terrible. Like, it's one thing when you talk like that, maybe with your friends, but on a first date... On a first date, And you're no. saying the twins and... I'm sorry, and- if someone was saying that in my friend group, I also would come for them. Oh, for sure you would. For sure you would. Like, I'm... Twins as dogs... Oh my gosh, it was, it was, I was disturbed by the whole thing. And it was so funny because the whole date she was like, this is going so great. And then it was like this thing and she was like, wait. No, wait, even when she's talking about, when he was talking about like the twins, she was like, oh, he has like children and like, and he, cause he started to tear up. He started to tear up about them. And she was like, wait, like, this is so nice. (laughs) Like, he cares for his children so well. And then it's like these dogs and you're just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hurting. That one was hurting me. And then the other thing I'm not really a fan of in books is when they use today's lingo in the book. So, like, if someone's talking about, like, some TikTok in a book, I'm so like, ugh, I hate that. Yeah. In this book, she said at one point, she's like, oh, well, it gave me the ick. Yeah. And I, that that gave me the ick reading. It's so true. <laughs> reading it, it is a bit cringe. Like, you're just like, uh this is book world. We don't like, need this stuff. Right. Or, like, yeah, I'm just not into that. All right, what about you? You got some things marked? Okay, I have some things marked. Okay, this one felt relatable. Um, it says, chemistry is the thing that matters most on a first date, and it's so hard for it to be there naturally when everything feels formulaic. Like, within the dating app world. Which I think is so true, because you're just... It gives such an interview vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's kind of first dates, but I think that's, it's really first dates when they're complete strangers and you don't even have somebody, a friend or family member who's vouching for this person. It's literally like, hey, I saw your picture on this random app and we decided that like, maybe I'd be interested in you. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is like sometimes... And this happens on dating apps, like, when you're in the chat function. And this is when I know this is going terribly wrong and I'm not entertained. Like, I can't be a part of this. Is like, there's zero natural conversation. So, like, every time you ask a question, they give an answer. And then either they make you come up with another freaking question, which grow Or they just ask the same question, question back. 
and now it's just like duh, duh, but there's nothing that like leads away into a like let's let's uh take a little sub sub genre over here of this one point no right and it's I so rigid it. and it's stiff and it's just like ugh, like no one oh. no one's enjoying this yes yeah that it that one does the whole honestly it's all it all hurts dating in this in 2023 is not a not a fun place to be no okay here's my other one that i thought was funny no i think most guys who drive trucks do it to prove they're manly you you strike me as someone confident enough in his masculinity to drive a prius sorry my my uh reading struggles there okay you know i'm not into a prius (laughs) who's it who is into a prius i just want to know i'm not into a prius for man or woman i'm just not into a prius (laughs) But also, agree with the thing about, sometimes I do feel like truck drivers, it is, like, such a, especially when it's, like, the stupid diesel trucks that are, like, so loud and aggressive. Yeah, and it's, like, you're actually just kind of wasting money for something stupid, but, like. (laughs) But, like, let's also talk about there are other cars that men drive that I think they think makes them cool, and I'ma be honest, it's giving me signs that you're overcompensating for something. (laughs) Like, I'm not into it. Why do you feel so insecure? So true. Like, go park your Mustang. You're not cool. It's so funny. I do feel like the car thing is true, whether it's a truck or not, like like you were saying. You're driving a Dodge Charger. That's Dominic Toretto. Calm down. You're not (laughs) Fast and Furious up in this joint. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, I did feel like I liked the relatability of having to go through the dating app life um yeah wait and how did you relate to did you relate to this scene so there's a scene in the book where um it's it must be raining i don't really know what's happening but i think it's raining or there's a puddle and the girl's like oh my gosh my my suede boots like she has suede boots on and if you know suede suede and getting wet no you can't be getting them wet and so he he's like okay i'll carry you like it was such like a cute little tender moment like he's caring for her by carrying her and so she doesn't have to step her suede shoes in the puddle and while i was reading that i was having a memory memory unlocked when Haley and i were in london together (laughs) um i was wearing a pair of suede flats and it must have rained or it was like just dewy on the grass and we were taking a picture somewhere and i had to get to like, a little spot on the grass that had, like, a a stone or something where it wasn't wet, and Haley had gave me a piggyback ride over the wet grass, and I, so when I read that moment, I said, you know what, I can't get no man to do it, but I can get Haley to do it. <laughs> uh, I'll protect your suede shoes, And you know shoes. what, shout out, shout out to the people who protect suede shoes, man or woman. <laughs> Being a good we friend or just caring about the suede. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Friendship. That's how you know it's real. If you guys want to know if your friend's really your friend, would they carry you across and your puddle. suede shoes across a puddle? <laughs> or wet grass? Terrible times. Terrible is times this, in the is rain. Is this the bar? Wait, is this no, the, the bar? No, the bar is so low. No, in, in the book, he says, like, she was like, yeah, he's a nice guy. And he was like, okay, so he's a nice guy. Is this where the bar is set? And I was like, no, in real life, that's pretty much where it's set because there's but don't don't you feel like that's true like on the dating apps when i go on the dating apps now the first thing i check is okay does he have the same beliefs as me so is he a christian yes if he says he's a christian now i have to match up his page is what he's claiming on this little filter that says he's a christian is that something that his page is portraying right and then sometimes even if it does you end up talking to the man and so, like, is that my bar? Is that he's a Christian? It is. That's my only bar. Yeah. But yet, the pickings be slim. Right. Yeah, I have so many thoughts. Because I feel like people think... Here's the thing. People who have never had to use dating apps are the ones to say, oh, you're being too Always. picky. Always. But they don't be knowing how t- terrible um this kind of life and this kind of dating is say it louder that just one half the time these for guys profiles 
they're so lame and disappointing. You go through 10 people's profiles and more than half have the same responses to prompts. Like, um, I'm the most competitive or everything. Um, pineapple does or doesn't belong on pizza. Like, I don't give a rip if you like pineapple on your pizza or not. That, that tells me nothing about you. It just, you know what it tells me? That you're not, that you have no personality because you're taking the same answer as everybody else. Right. And I will say it's hard to be clever. It is like, hard. When I was doing my thing, it's hard to be clever with the prompts they give you. Like, it's not the easiest thing in the world. No, it's not. But, like, I also think then there's room, too, to when you're commenting on somebody else's is to, like, say something witty or clever. You know what I mean? Even if your profile oh, I isn't agree. the most, like, funny or whatever you're trying to make it. I think how your responses to people can also be different. Yeah. Anyway, I just feel like the whole the whole thing is they all have the exact same profile. So, like, what makes you stand out from the rest of the people on the on the app? And I'm the worst at these apps because, like, <laughs> let me out myself. Like, I think I am vain because I'm looking at this and I'm like, if I don't find you attractive. I'm the type of person who needs to know you to make you attractive to me. For sure. That sounds so awful. No, but like, I think that's I think that's normal, especially for a girl. Like, your personality will make you way more attractive. But on the apps, all you're seeing is is their face. And well, if unless, they can answer a couple of prompts well, let's in be a good honest, way. Like, men don't take... It's like when you have to show your friend the guy you've been talking to. And they you take terrible pictures. Because they're not photogenic. And, like, bless, if you're a man, just be in someone's wedding and post every wedding photo because that they will get your best angle there. Yes. Because you know what disturbs me? I don't want every photo to be a selfie in your car. <gasps> no. And you know what else? That the is, gym like, an picks, immediate no. Sometimes the gym pics Are, really kill me. Yes. There's something about, like, it being so- Maybe it's because girls just take pictures with their friends all the time. But there's something about, yes. like... Me knowing that you took these pictures just for this profile makes me die. Or why else were you taking or that selfie with that face? In like was this in a the Snapchat? car? It was a because Snapchat that they saved, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> I don't know, and like I do think I'm hard. I'm hard because I also, if you had a bunch of pictures that were like good selfies, I'd be like, why are you taking so many selfies? Like even I don't take that many selfies. It's just, it's like, like you were saying, the gym pics. Okay, here's I the thing. Like, I do want to know you go to the gym. Yes. Like, I like a guy who's going to work out. It's the type of gym pic. And I need you to somewhere on your profile, and this is where I start, this is why dating apps will not work for me, because I don't know your personality. But, like, I need you to mock it. If you are flexing in a mere mocking life... I think that's funny. Yes. Every time I walk past a mirror, I turn around and I look at my butt. It never fails. At the gym, that's all I'm looking at. <laughs> and, like, it's, it, that's, a, that's the truth of life with Hannah. <laughs> but I am joking around when I'm flexing my uh, triceps in a mirror or, like, flexing my quad or whatever. Like, I'm doing that and, like, yes, I want to see the progress, but I'm still just, like, joking around and, like, I don't want a man who seriously thinks he's so big and he's like mm, you know, because again it's can't. like the car thing like what are you compensating for like i feel like people that are so uh, i don't know i got a lot of thoughts no but... it is i think it's like insecurity it's, it's an insecurity like, i don't know let this is why dating apps are the worst because i don't know if you're actually that insecure and that's gonna come off in your personality or if you're actually just, like, taking the picture and you're fine and that's just the picture you took. Right. But it com- it comes off as you're trying to prove that you're, like, this huge guy that's so cool, da 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 It's, like, well, I'm like the TikTok trend. I can't handle, I can't handle the validation thing. And which is funny because you are a person who needs validation. <laughs> and I actually think it's funny that I'm saying this now as you're, I'm looking into your eyes. Do you feel cringe but, right now? <laughs> no, no. But, like, I don't want to have to tell you all the time, like, it's fine. It's fine. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah, I can do that in friendship, those, I but I can't. <laughs> I can't do that in my like, especially if my friend and my significant other are gonna have that problem. Put Just me out of my misery. Honestly, sometimes, <laughs> all the time. 
<laughs> I don't feel like I'm and that that's bad. Fine. And crickets. <laughs> this is not the time to get into oh this. My gosh. <laughs> Careful, I'm coming to live with you for a while. <laughs> when it feels so uncomfortable. <laughs> No, stop it. Stop it. No, I'm not coming for you, but Wait, I'm just I need saying validation in a man, that we're still friends. <laughs> we're still friends, don't worry. Even though your text the other day made you think we weren't. Wait, why? Because I said you On a side me? note, Haley sends me a text. It's like 11 o'clock at night. And it just says, hey. So I was like, what? She goes, do you hate me? No, I didn't say that. I said, do you miss me? No, go look at the text right now. Oh, you can't. No, Let I can't. I can't. Let's see. <laughs> I was really, really what was, and then I, what was happening was I was just like I bored said, well, at not work. Currently. I was just like bored at work. And well, so you I said, talked to me all week because I was hey. in Florida. Oh, I said, hey. Oh, I did say, do you hate me? Because I said, hey. And you said, what? And I was like, she does hate me. <laughs> I was trying to go to bed at a reasonable hour and then you're texting me. Wait, and then I go, LL, do you hate me? Question mark. Question mark currently dot 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 no. Like on normal basis, she does. <laughs> Such a good- and then she goes, "What did you do?" <laughs> I thought then you were gonna be like, "This is why you should hate me." Oh, cringe! No, no, I just was I trying even- to chat. I had been trapped at work, and I was like, "I need communication." She was trying to start a conversation with me at ten thirty p.m. <laughs> I just got done passing my nighttime meds. <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was saying. The dating apps and the the validation insecurity in a man that I am, I'm all assuming. All of this is a game of assuming. Right. That's the thing is you don't get a good feel. Like, I'm sure that some of the people that their profiles are such a struggle, they're probably, like, great, hilarious guys, and they just don't know how to put that into a profile. I mean, I don't even think... reading it, or we're not reading into it the right way. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't understand what they how they mean to make it come exactly, off. Exactly, exactly. I think it, it's the same thing with, like, texting. You don't know how the person is saying it. That's exactly how it is on these stupid apps, and we're stuck trying to play this game. And you're better at it than me because you'll give someone a shot where I am immediately like, no, no, no. I know, I do give chances, but here, it, what has it done for me? So what, I've gotten, because you know I've why? gotten a couple because, paid dinners, okay. a so Red now- Wings game. I mean, I guess, I mean... A Red Two Wings tickets game, to you know? the same Red Wings game. <laughs> Two sets of tickets to the same Red Wings game, R.I.P. But, like, so, okay, once you then now have matched with someone, now you have to, or they, have to come up with something to say. I hate when people say, hey. hey, that bugs the crap out of me, because I don't know what to say back to that. Right, like, hey, hey, and then I feel like I'm in seventh grade when I got my first phone, and you would just text exactly. all your friends, hey, hey, what's up, or, nothing. Or you, earlier in the week. <laughs> but but anyways um literally it was like the I don't sometimes I'll try to be clever based on a prompt they have but that's all based on if they have a good prompt right or something that I can relate to out of you literally have like three prompts like there's so many things you could say about yourself and like you're narrowing it down to three prompts and like hopefully other people will relate or think this is interesting enough to comment on. I just, like, there's also the whole world of, like, you go on and on, you talk, 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 finally, and what's the, what's a good allotted time for that of how long to wait before you ask somebody out and or how long you wait to ask for their number yeah. rather than be on the chat feature of the app, do you ask for their number? I have never gone out on a hinge date, mm-hmm. mostly because I'm the worst and I never match with anybody. So then, like, I'm never, I'm just sitting in this abyss. Like, I'm saying no, 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 no. Yeah. That now I'm, I have no options and or I feel too uncomfortable in the awkward beginning stages of talking. Like, this is why dating apps will never work for me. I'm a personality person. I want to see your face. I want to see the reactions that you're, like, I, I need to see the whole you, not just this version online. And because I'm... <laughs> We talked about last episode. I'm a cynic. I don't believe anything anybody says ever. I need to see in your eyes, look you in the face to know if you're lying or if this is really who you are. Okay, so here's my question then. Like, what, because you want to know their personality, 
why do you struggle to give them a chance to learn their personality? Because I can't even get, I can't, what am I learning about the personality when they're saying, hey, like, what do you do for work? No, but uh, I'm saying to go out on a date. Like, to see them Nobody's face to asked. face and see Nobody's how asked. they interact. It's never gotten that far. Yeah. It's never gotten that far because I, I lose it by, I don't like the talking stage. I hate the talking stage. I hate that there's such thing as a talking stage and that people stay in this talking stage. So you stage. just need to be set up on a blind date. Honestly, yeah. And in person. Yeah, yeah, An in-person blind date that somebody but says. But I also, this is not an invitation for people to set me up because the other thing is, some of these people out here be setting people up with people who have nothing, no chance there would be any compatibility. Say a lot of for the people in the back. No, people just think, oh, they're two single people. Put Let, them together. Put them together. Like, we have absolutely nothing in common, but it's like, oh, you should date them. But why? Why? Like, I don't want to just get married just to get married. Let me be single the rest of my life. I don't want to, like, end up with somebody just so I can say, yeah, I have a husband. I have a husband. Right. Right. And I think that, in Christian culture, is part of the problem. For sure. Because now it's just like, oh, I've accomplished... You have this... You totally have this. You (laughs) feel like you've not achieved something because you're single. Yeah, and for sure. I think that that's pressure from, it's not worldly pressure, though. No. Because if you talk to anyone of the world, they're like, I can't believe that these people are getting married. I always joke around and I'll be like, child bride, anyone who gets married like in their early 20s, I'll yeah. be like, child bride, child bride, which isn't necessarily true. Like, I'm fine if you want to get married in your 20s, you found your person, like, that's yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. But if you didn't, your life isn't over. Right. You're not at a different... You, I don't know. You haven't failed at life just because you don't have a spouse. Yeah. And I think... You're a complete person on your own. Well, and I think people don't know how to... um, How to communicate the balance of... They don't think that you're less than, but they know that they've experienced, like, this great thing in marriage, and they really enjoy that, and they want that for you, without sounding like you have to get married for your life to be important or for... Or even, like, someone who just recently got married doesn't know how to talk to someone who's not married, and that irks the crud out of me. Right, because, like, well, we no longer relate. And what do you not relate to? You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, Nothing. it just sounds... We're freaking the same, except you share a bed with someone and I get the whole bed to myself. <laughs> who's Who's really losing? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, and it's like, it's not that I don't want that for myself. Right. I would love to have a spouse. I would love to experience that, but I'm not any less of a person because I haven't. Right. And like, it needs to be okay if that never happens for me. Right. And especially if we have to do this all in the freaking dating app age. Yeah. It's so terrible. Well, and okay, maybe this is me. This is my. This is the overthinking in me. You probably don't feel this in any sort we'll of see. way. Um, but I feel like there's this stigma of like, okay, if you're not dating somebody and you're this old, da da da. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, what's the weird like? You know what I mean? How um, do you think that about other people? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe thing? that's a prejudice in me. And then I think everyone is thinking that about me. I don't know. Yeah, I do think there are, like, parts of... I feel pressure to... I think the reason why I feel pressure to be on the stupid dating apps is because I do feel a little bit of pressure that I'm not... If you're not intentionally trying to find... A significant other, then what are you doing? Yeah, for sure. Because like, like they're not I just do gonna have that in my head. They're just not, they're not just gonna show up on your doorstep. So like there does have to be effort, but right, it's the cringe of the only way people are dating these days are on a dating app. Well, now have you seen the new TikTok trend? No, where people will be like the dating app's not working, so now I'm going to ho- oh Home Depot, Home Depot, to Depot look or like Target or like yes, it's. So all these people are going to, like, male or female-dominated um, 
places depending on what you're looking for and it you'll go there and like i'm going here to look confused yeah. and then you hope that a person of the other gender will like will be there it's all a joke but at the same time like so if people would go out of their way and we've talked about this in other episodes of like what do you say to a stranger on the street and like now with all these social anxieties and all that do people even talk to people anymore doesn't seem like it <laughs> so I was listening to another podcast. I can't remember the name of the podcast. So I can't even shout it out. But it was whatever it was. The girl was saying like there's. It was like the this feminine and this is for me because I definitely am a high. I have high masculine energy. But it was talking about like things that um, go into your feminine era. Okay. And part of that was like when you walk up to a door and it's you and a man. Let that man open the door. Like, my initial reaction is, like, open this door for this man. Yes. But it's not for a man. It's just, like, I need to open the door because that's... I'm a doer. I do it. I open the door. Yeah. But it was, like, slow down. Let the man open the door for you. So I've been trying to, like, okay, let me just, like... Not even just men. Just, like, it's okay if I let somebody do something for me. Yeah. And then there was, like, another thing that she was, like, smile. Like, that's such a stupid thing, because, like, remember how people are like, don't tell women to smile, don't tell women to smile. And it's not just at women, though. But if you smile at somebody, like, the chances of that person thinking you're more approachable in that moment are likely. Right. Which makes sense. I don't think that I need to smile at everybody because I'm, because as a woman, like, I need to be softer and approachable. No. no. If I don't want you to approach me, you ain't gonna be catching me smiling. If I'm not looking my best and I'm not looking for a man... I don't think you're attractive, whatever it is. Like, I'm not going to smile at you and give you the invitation to come talk to me because I'm not into it. Yeah, no. And and I I have the right to think that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, this whole thing about, like, smiling and, like, going out. So, like, I I think this is where I'm not – I don't do well with dating apps, and I don't think dating apps are going to be for me. And I don't think that I will find whoever I'm supposed to be with if I'm supposed to be with someone on a dating app. Yeah. But I also think that lowers my chances because dating in 2023 is a very different experience. And, like, where do you go? I work in a a workplace that is mostly women. Right. And then um, outside of that, I go to the grocery store. But, like, you know. Only in the books are they meeting somebody in a grocery store. Right. Or, like, when I'm going out. So, like. What, what do I need? Do I need to be sliding into people's DMs, like, wh- right. more than s- professional athletes? Because, like... <laughs> well, I don't way. know. I, it's kind of just, like, a depressing life. No, it is. you feel like you have to do this, be on these apps, or else you feel like you aren't doing anything. And I think that's a stigma that we don't need to carry. Okay, well, let's, let's release that load from our shoulders. I, that's, like... M- Nicer said. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah, not nicer. Sure. Easier said than done, but, like, I'm... I really am not on the dating apps a lot. Like, I hardly ever go on it because I'm so irked by the whole premise of them. Yeah. And I don't succeed well. Because also, okay, so you talk to a dude, you've been talking to him for a little bit, now what? He freaking ghosts you. Yeah. All the time. Like, people... And people complain about it all the time, just, like, getting ghosted on... Because you don't know them enough to now, care. Now, would you rather be ghosted? Would you rather be ghosted or have somebody say, like, hey, I'm just not interested? Hey, I'm just not interested. Me too. Me because too. I'd rather you just be like, I'm not seeing this going anywhere, whatever. Because, okay, so they're not interested. Like, you're not gonna get along perfectly with every single person in the world. I'd rather have that than sitting there thinking, well, what, what, like... Why did he stop messaging me? Should I be waiting? How many days should I wait to see, like, maybe he's just busy with his job? And it's just like, wait, I don't have the time to be thinking about this dumb man on a dating app like this. (laughs) But that's the overthinker in me. Yeah, and I also think the whole thing is, like, am I even really... You have to put the effort into it. For sure. And if you don't, you'll never find someone on there, which is why I never will. Yeah. Maybe you will. I mean, maybe this is, like, like I just, H- Hannah's the one and only that finds love on the dating app. The one and only. No, a lot of people have success stories know, on it. Them. And I just don't, yeah, good for them. Good for them, because I don't know what's going on yeah. with me. Well, I do. I freaking hate the apps, and I'm never on it. Well, and it's interesting to me that I think most people would agree that dating on these apps is terrible, but but there's no change in how we're doing anything. No. No. 
Yeah, it's wild. I think in the social media, like, age, and, like, people have been, which I guess has been an age, but on TikTok all the time, people are putting, like, hey, my boyfriend, or my, not my boyfriend, my brother is is single, single, and it'll say, like, his age, his hobbies, his location. I love those. I think that's great. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And it's somebody vouch, like, somebody's vouching for you. Yeah. So, like, you're be- somebody's vouching for you, and it's just, it's just better. It's, just, it's better. just better. Because now I know, obviously, someone's, and I have videos, I have pictures, I have your hobbies. Honestly, that's the better way to go than dating apps, because I've learned more about you from this three-minute TikTok video yeah. than from... And I think other people will talk about you in a better way than you will about yourself. Like, it's so uncomfortable, essentially, like, pitching yourself yeah. to somebody. Okay, yeah. I do have one story that I have to say after this whole smiling thing that you brought up, which I told you off the pod, and I'm going to cringely embarrass myself here, but a couple weekends ago, my grandparents were in town, and we went out to eat in downtown Charleston. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> and we had this waiter, and he was so attractive. He was tall. You could tell he worked out. Um he just looked real nice. He had nice hands, you know what I mean? Like, all the nice, things. Nice, nice. And he kept, like, smiling at me. And, like, when my grandparents would talk, like, he would look at me and smile. And I was like, okay, like, this man is so attractive. Like, let me do something here. Send in the here. signals. Send in the signals. So, I left my number. And, unfortunately, like, I couldn't leave it on the receipt because my grandpa was paying and I couldn't, I couldn't let him know. Um, like, I couldn't be having my grandparents know that I was leaving my number for this man. But I wrote my <laughs> number and, like, a little a little message um, on a gum wrapper. And I okay, left wait, it. Okay, wait, wait. Are you going to tell about how you got this pen? Because that asked this <laughs> Okay, well, so. Okay. So I don't have a pen. I don't have a pen in my purse. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. So the restaurant where it is, it's, like, connected to, like, a little shopping center. I was like let me go see if somebody's got a pen, like, at one of these stores. Like, I was like, I just have to leave my number. He's so cute. Well, anywho, I go up, and at the um, hostess stand, they had a cup of pens, so I was just like, oh, let me borrow this. So I go, right, and, I, like, I just told my grandparents I was going to the bathroom, which I did, so I'm not lying, but I, that's how I found a pen. Um, and I leave the gum wrapper, and I left it open so that it didn't look like a piece of trash. You know what I mean? And I wrote his name on it, so he knew. Um... And then I'm downtown Charleston the next day, and I'm walking past this restaurant. And the restaurant... Wait, she hasn't heard from him. I haven't heard from him. But it was the next day. I was like, you know, let's yeah. give him some time. And I'm walking past this restaurant, which is all windows. It's complete windows. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what if he's working today and he just sees me walking by? And as I'm walking by it, I look in. The whole restaurant's taken down. Like, the floors are ripped up. It's like, sorry, we're remodeling. And, like, literally, I love my number for this man and, like, the job and the place that he works is just completely gone. And I've obviously never heard of or heard from him. He was so attractive that I can't imagine that he wouldn't um, already been locked down by somebody. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, Wait, or maybe he just thought I was really that's... ugly. And maybe he was like, why does this chick keep looking at me? The part of the story, me? what if he still thought that this was trash and, like, somebody oh, yeah, just... Yeah, like, he, he also could have never seen the number ever. <laughs> On your gum wrapper. But and I couldn't... And a pen from a hostess. I couldn't risk it enough to write my name on the receipt when my grandpa was right there. So, that's my little story. Cringe story. But, you know, your girl is trying to, um find somebody eventually but you know if we don't we'll just keep traveling you know around what? this and- is you this is you going out there because dating apps suck so you are doing something outside of the dating apps and we support that yeah i mean might as well put yourself out there and honestly if you read this book that we were originally talking about this just gives you a taste just a little a taste, taste of the trash of what it's like dating in this stinking it's this just stinking, so uh, century it's so i guess terrible. it's not a century it's just the yeah. The recent years. Ugh, it, it honestly just hurts me. Well, if you guys are with us um, and you're dating on these dating apps, we uh, feel for you. And if you're not and you found um, 
a partner that's outside of these dating apps, you know, good for you. Tell us where to go. We all we aspire we aspire to find somebody in that way. But and if you want to set me up on a blind date, I would love that. But if they're gonna be compatible, it's I'm not doing full blind. Like you're gonna show me a picture and you're gonna tell me a bunch of things. Tell me about them before we go. But I'll still go on the date. Yeah, because you don't want to waste your time going on a date where it's, like, somebody that you never, like, there was absolutely nothing that you thought like, would I need be. at least one thing yeah. that can carry a conversation. And, like, also, we know I'm a little more, um, what, how would you say, for lack of a better word, aggressive. So, like, <laughs> someone who's sensitive is it's not, not going to cut it with me. And, like, I can't change who I am as a person so they're gonna just need to not be so sensitive so we know I'm not I'm not out here looking for a sensitive boy like if they're ever crying about their twin dogs it's not the man for Hannah that's a no for me it's immediately no (laughs) honestly if someone's talking about their dog like a kid it might already be a no for me yeah that does hurt crying or not it's not happening (laughs) Or we just need to be, like, clear, like, I'm not, like, opposed to a dog, but don't expect me to be, like, Obsessed. letting that dog lick my face and, like, snuggling it every two seconds and, like, you know. it just be like that out here. And maybe that's why we're still single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe everyone listening right now is like, oh my gosh, they're so blind. Like, they're so blind to the fact of why they're not in a relationship right are we not self-aware that this is we are the yeah problem? like are we self-aware or maybe we're not i feel like i'm pretty self-aware yeah i would say you are am i like i think <laughs> yes i think you are no you know what i think you're you're asking yourself like am i this am i this like almost too self-aware like relax yeah like i'm trying you're to be too things self-aware. that aren't true yeah you're trying to add things to this you don't have to you're good <laughs> <laughs> it's that overthinker but anyway, so I'm glad you could all learn a little, I hope, about our suffering of these apps and just life. And if you want to read this book, just a reminder that it's open door, so there are a few graphic scenes in there. And hopefully on our next one, we will Vet the book have better. a better, yes, we will have better insight on what we're suggesting. We're always going to do, what is it going to be, the the first pod of the month? Yes, will be book, our little a book thing. Yes. And we'll put okay, our next. So we'll do that, and we'll talk about gram. it either on our next episode and on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. So the whole thing, all on the Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it is at independent and the word and irrelevant. And Haley's been keeping up with our content, keeping us alive and well. <laughs> don't talk about any spelling errors. Like I just don't need to hear it. I know they're there. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so give us some. Um, give us a follow on Instagram if you don't already, so that you can keep up with us and uh we'll see you next thursday love you bye bye